Hey girl, welcome to the Empower Her podcast, where we are all about taking purpose-driven action toward building lives we really freaking love. My name's Keisha, and I'm an entrepreneur obsessed with giving you actual tools to help take you from where you are now to where you want to go in your life, career, and relationships. And this podcast, it's all about real talk and having some fun as we share incredible stories, tips, and tricks to help us get out of our own way and unapologetically make some moves. So girlfriend, let's do the damn thing. Hey girl, I am so excited that you're here for today's episode because it's going to be an honest, raw, real talk episode that I think you're really going to connect with. So if you are kind of freaking out about something right now, this is for you. Or if you've got a friend that's freaking out about something, or honestly, if you just want to proactively have more tools in your toolbox, because you know, in the future, you're probably going to freak out about something because you're a human and welcome to the club. There's like 7 billion of us, then you're in the right spot. Okay. So quick backstory. I don't talk a lot about health-related content or specifically like business content on this podcast on purpose because I think there are a lot of awesome health podcasts and business podcasts. And I really like this idea of Empower Her being a personal growth podcast, like a come with me, let's figure this out together. I'm sharing with you what I'm going through in real time type of podcast. So please let me know if number one, this style of episode hits home with you because I'm going to be really raw and really honest. So I want to know if you vibe with that. And number two, if this particular topic that I'm going to talk a little bit about um, to kind of tee up this framework is helpful for you, then let me know because I will bring on an expert to talk about it if you think that it would serve you. Okay. Because obviously I want to create content that you're actually going to vibe with. So you got to let me know. Okay. Now, Keep in mind, even if you can't connect with this exact situation, stick with me here because I'm going to give you some framework of how I actually manage when I'm freaking out about something that I didn't want to happen or I'm freaking out about something that could happen. So backstory real quick. I was listening to a podcast about hormones and honestly, it's a topic that even though I'm a 31-year-old female, I didn't know a lot about until about a few weeks ago uh, because of listening to this podcast. And I love this podcast because I love the host, Corinne, and how she delivers content. She's actually part of my collective community, so I've gotten to know her really well in there. And she went through our She Goes podcasting podcast course to actually launch this podcast, which is how I became familiar with the podcast. And actually, at the time that this episode is being released, we are open for registration for for our November podcasting course, which is the last time that we're doing a podcast course this way, this style um, for all of 2020. So if you have a podcast on your heart, girl, slide into my DMs. We only take 20 women a month from idea to actually launching their podcast. And this is not one of those things where people are like, oh, I only have 20 spots. Like I legit only have 20 spots because we do live Zoom calls in between each week's content. We've got a small Facebook community and I can't have more than 20 women in it because I can't really get to connect with you if they're there's too many people in it and I want it to be really intimate. So again, this is the last time that we're doing this course in 2020. So if you want in, slide into my DMs right now. And if we've got spots left, then I'll chat with you and we can get you ready to rock. Okay. Anyway, 
I'm listening to her podcast and I started to realize that as she was talking about hormonal imbalances, that I actually have a lot of these symptoms, symptoms that I've never correlated with being a hormonal imbalance, but kind of just like being a human or something. And then I started learning more about it and I talked to her about it and I realized that if I don't balance this hormonal imbalance, not only is it going to have a bunch of negative effects on my health now, but things that could actually escalate to being bigger problems later and it could impact my fertility, like our ability to have kids one day, which is something that my fiance, Sina, and I are not interested in doing right this second, but something that we both want so badly in a couple of years. So I wanted to kind of loop you in on like setting the stage of this particular topic that I'm going to break down kind of how I handled it and some of this framework, but I'm not going to go into a ton of like medical details of like my symptoms and all of that because I don't have the expertise to help support you in this. Like this is not my wheelhouse, right? But I do think it's really powerful because a lot of you are in this stage of life where you're a couple of years out from having kids. And even if you're not in this stage of life, you've already had kids or you don't want to have kids and you're like, what is she even talking about? Um, I do think this process of how I actually managed to work my way from being freaked out to actually feeling really grateful that I learned this information, even though it's not ideal, was super helpful for me and could be really helpful for you. So I'm going to break it down in five parts of kind of how I worked through learning the news as a 31-year-old woman that I've got a hormonal imbalance that could have impacted my fertility and how I came out on the other side. Number one. And I honestly think this is step one for getting any type of news that you don't really want to hear. I freaked out, like really freaked out. And maybe you weren't expecting me to say this, but truly I let myself spiral into this dark hole place and it was really freaking helpful. And that sounds like a really downer thing to do. And if you listen to this podcast before, you know, I am super optimistic, like productive, just high energy person. But I found that I actually get more productive if I let myself feel the negative emotions that sometimes I don't want to feel um, and go to this dark place. That being said, of course, I will insert a little disclaimer here that if you're struggling with mental health and you are in a dark place often, please talk to a professional because I am not a professional. I'm just sharing with you what works for me at this place in my life with this situation and has worked in a lot of other situations. Okay. So what did this actually feel like and why did it actually work? Well, I'll tell you what I said to myself and I'll be really honest about what questions popped up for me in regard to this fertility situation. But I'll tell you by letting myself choose to spiral down to all of these negative thoughts, I actually realized my ability to navigate even the worst situation, which was so helpful, which is why I continue to do this, even though it's not fun and it's not sexy (laughs) at all. Okay. So I spiraled to my fiance, Sina, who is my my favorite person on the planet. We've been together for almost 12 years. Like I mentioned, like he knows me. So he knows that I can spiral down. I can say all this, like all these thoughts that are not serving me and all of these like BS stories. And then I can bounce back and become even better because I let myself go to that negative. So he doesn't try and fix things anymore. He just kind of lets me go. And it's really helpful. So this is what the spiral looked like. The first question that came up for me was, what if this is my fault? right? What if this is because of the timeline that we have on our lives? Like we made our careers a priority and we decided that we wanted to have kids a little bit later. Like what if we like mess this all up? Like what if this is my fault? And like, what if I can't have a baby because of all these hormones? Like what if this is my fault? Okay. Again, not a true thing to say, but a very real thing that I thought. 
And I want to be real with you. Number two, I actually went to this weird place where I started to question my own intelligence. And I was like, Sina, I feel like I'm a smart person. Am I just like not smart, right? Like how am I building this like podcast and this massive community of women that I'm helping with their lives? And I'm literally not even aware of like the parts that I have and how they work as a woman and like, ah, what's ovulation? And do I just like, do I just not know? Am I not as smart as I think I am? Like, how did I not know this? So I started to pick at my own identity, which again, I'm definitely smart. I know that's true, but that was what was going on in my little spiral. And then, of course, I went to the last place of what if we legit can't have kids, right? I was like, Sina, like, you know, I want to be a mom one day. You want to be a dad one day. Like, we're going to be such killer parents. Like, we're going to love parenting together. Like, I can't even wait for that season. But what if we can't have kids? And I should also add in that as I'm spewing out all of this word vomit, I wasn't labeling my feelings as good or bad or right or wrong as I was going through this. I was just getting it all out, like word vomit style. And I'm just labeling them as like being human. Having the full spectrum of emotions is being human. And that freaking out is something that I used to not want to do because it doesn't feel fun and it's really not sexy. It's very not cute because you're like ugly crying, like you're snotting your mascara, it's getting in your mouth. It's like, it's not cute. But I let myself do that and it's actually really helpful for me because I know that then I can move to number two, which is I can look for a logical solution to the worst case scenario, which is how I bounce back so quickly if something doesn't go according to plan and how I actually get myself to take action even if I'm scared. So I literally said to Sina, I was like, okay, with a hormonal imbalance, say that it wasn't managed. What is the worst case scenario for this particular situation for us? And for us, that meant that we couldn't have kids the way that we thought that we would. Right. And for anyone that has struggled with fertility or actually made a baby, I have to just add in here that it's really funny because I remember being in like high school and maybe you can connect with this where I was like, oh, I'm just going to get married and then I'm going to have a baby and then I'll have another baby. And, you know, they'll probably be like a couple years apart and blah, blah, blah. But like having a baby is a biological miracle once you learn how much goes into it, right? Not just like the female hormones, but the whole shebang, like having a baby is a thing, right? Like, which is so funny because like when we're younger, we're like, oh, I'll just have a baby. And now like you get older, like this is actually like a science experiment here. Anyway, I digress. I went to my worst case scenario situation and I answered that question. I was like, what are my other options, right? Like what are my other options? Well, we could always do fertility treatments. I don't know what they all are, but I know that there's a lot of options. We could adopt, we could foster, we could have a surrogate. Like, I don't know how any of those things work, but I know that we have other options. And by going to the worst case scenario and finding the other options, even if they weren't my first option, it helped me feel better. And that's really helpful regardless of what news that you're dealing with or what you're trying to navigate is figure out what's the worst case scenario, how can I handle that and prove to yourself that you can handle it and that there are other options even if you don't see them right away. And truly, if you're going to start something new that's really scary and you don't know the outcome and you're kind of like freaking out about that, this really helps too. And I did that even when I started this podcast. I was like, okay, I'm scared to start a podcast. Like people are going to listen to me like naked in the shower, which if you're naked in the shower right now, toss your loofah in the air, girl. What's up? Uh, But truly, I was like, what's the worst case scenario? Nobody listens to it. Okay. I'm not going to die. Somebody says that I suck. Okay, that's going to happen whether or not I do a podcast. Like Somebody's chugging Haterade and they leave me a negative review. 
okay, I can handle that. I'm not going to die, right? And honestly, that really freaking helps me regardless of the situation. So once I figured that out, what is the solution to the worst case scenario and realized that I had other options, I could then move to number three. Number three is what's the game plan so I can figure this out? And for me, any type of game plan that I need to make always starts with taking inventory of the situation and really just thinking about the situation. Because if you don't know the problem, you can't possibly figure out the solution. And if you don't know what you're working with, you don't know how to make, uh, take the next step that's going to help get you where you want to go. So in this particular situation, talking about this hormonal imbalance fertility situation, um, what that meant for me was kind of broken down into five steps that I'll just share with you in real time. Number one was I decided to work with someone who actually knows something about this because I know that if I don't work with someone who's educated in this, that I could be tempted in like a dark moment to go to WebMD and start spiraling, right? And start like looking up content about this and not even knowing how to interpret this and just like creating this craziness in my head that I don't really need. So I reached out to the woman whose podcast I listened to because I know that she helps people with this and I booked working with her. That was number one. Then number two, I booked blood work to figure out what's the actual situation um, and how can I get more information about my body? Number three, I decided what are some of the first changes that I can make to start moving in the right direction um, rather than doing this complete overhaul, which I think sometimes we find something out. We're like, I have to change everything in my life. And that is so overwhelming. I just was like, okay, what are a couple of things that I can start changing right now that I can start to build from? Kind of like I'm building habits, like I'm building a cake, right? Like layer one, layer two, a layered cake. I'm making a big cake here, right? Like layer one, layer two, layer three, whatever, right? Frosting in between. Then I decided to get myself more educated and raise the necessity that this becomes a priority in my life because education helps calm me, right? Which is why I started a personal development community because I get to help so many women in it and help them get more educated and get more self-aware of who they are and what they want, which I know helps calm them too. So I started reading more books and listening to more podcasts about this topic. And then I just, number five, made new boundaries around me, which for me involved making sleep a priority, you know, figuring out my situation with caffeine and other stimulants like that, right? Um, figuring out what my priorities are so that I can build the infrastructure of my life so that I can make balancing my hormones a priority. Because I know I don't want to just have the goal. I want to have the infrastructure of my life set up that is going to help me get closer to the direction that I want to go right? And the important thing to remember, honestly, that I tell myself all the freaking time with a game plan is like, we've got to be flexible, right? There's a lot of change that happened for me in the last couple of weeks. And maybe for you too, if you're in a situation like this, where you've learned something recently, we're like, whoa, overhaul of my life. Don't do that, right? Like give yourself grace because I learned this and now I'm obsessed with it in a matter of weeks, which means like, I've got a lot of tabs open in my brain about this that I want to be very cognizant of. And I'm not going to like go into all of the detail about what I'm doing to balance these hormones because honestly, number one, I'm not qualified in this arena to give health advice. And I also want to just be really um, an advocate for myself and, a, and a, someone who encourages you to be an advocate for yourself because your body is different than my body, which is different than every body. And I think um, figuring out yourself is really 
powerful. But I will say one thing that has been you know, consistent across all of my research is to first start with tracking your periods. If this is something that you're working um, towards, like a fertility or a hormonal imbalance that you might be having, because I wasn't even tracking my periods. Like I didn't even know that I had irregular periods, which was one of my symptoms, Um, because having regular periods can impact not just your fertility, but your health as a woman, right? So that's a good place to start. And then of course, do your own research. Number four, I went from having the game plan to then going to gratitude, which is what I always do after having a game plan is gratitude is a magnet for more things to be grateful for, right? So like, what am I grateful for? Even though this really freaking sucks and it's kind of annoying and honestly frustrating and confusing and sometimes I'm doubting myself, why is this still working for me? And let's do the obvious, right? Of course, I wish that I learned all of this information earlier, but I'm not going to beat myself up about it. I'm grateful that I'm learning this now so I can fix it now. And I know that future me is going to be so grateful because after we do get married, TBD on COVID, right? And we start to decide to make a baby and start working on this, that I'm going to know that I did this work now that will hopefully help me then. And even if it's still a struggle then, because holy crap, fertility, as I'm learning, is so much more complicated than just female hormones. Um, And it's so much more of a struggle for women that people don't talk about, right? But I know regardless of if it still impacts me later, I'm going to be proud of myself for making lifestyle changes that can better support my health now, regardless of the outcome. And I'm grateful for awareness, awareness in any capacity, whatever, whatever you're working through, like awareness can help you make a change. Don't beat yourself up about what you didn't know. Now make the change with this new information that you have so you can better support yourself and become the best version of you. And truly, I do this with any curveball or undesired outcome. How can I be grateful for this? How can I grow through this? What can I learn here? How can I get better because of this thing that I wanted to happen that didn't happen the way that I wanted? Or how can I be better because I didn't get what I wanted when I wanted it? And that framework of gratitude is so helpful for me. And finally, let's move to number five, which is different than gratitude, but it's kind of along these same lines. How can I savor this stage rather than wish it away? And this is a question that I ask myself often when I want to get to the next thing, the next stage, the next milestone, the next goal, whatever it is. But I just think life is such a gift and I never want to wish away days, let alone weeks or months or years because I'm going through something tough or I'm in an undesirable situation. I still want to ask myself how I can savor this stage. How can I make this stage matter? Make this stage count? Will this stage is serving me an opportunity to practice what I preach, isn't it? Because I'm sure if you've been here for a second on this podcast or if we're connected on social media, you've definitely heard me say that easy robs you of proud, right? And I believe that. And that life is rigged in your favor. And yes, girl, I believe that. Well, isn't this stage giving me an opportunity to feel proud of myself when I get through it and I'm even better because of it? Isn't the stage giving me an opportunity to prove that life is in fact rigged in my favor even when I don't feel like it, right? And I'm choosing to savor the stage by talking about it while I'm in it on this particular podcast episode because there are not enough people talking about how they're navigating things in real time that aren't fun and aren't sexy. And I'm so grateful to have you listening to this podcast, to be connected with you through this community or in my personal development community, the collective. And like the fact that I can share this stage with you, I know that maybe it can help you. What a gift. 
right? And I just find things to honestly just be more relatable and I connect more and I learn more when people are just honest and raw and share when they're going through it rather than like, look at me, look how I came out of this on the other side. You didn't even know this was an issue. Instead, in situations like this, um, where I can process it in real time, I'm going to do it. Some situations I can't process it well enough in real time to share it in real time and I have to wait to share it later. But with this, I feel comfortable to talk about this with you because I think you can connect with this or you can connect with some of the emotions that I might be feeling um, because you're maybe feeling them too. So girl, at the end of the day, I just want to remind you that if you're freaking out about anything right now, you are not alone. When I have talked about this on social media, I have gotten so many DMs from people that connect with this topic. So I wanted to share it here right? Like we all have stuff that we're navigating in our life. Just most people don't choose to jump on a mic and talk about it. So like, Hey girl, here I am. Right. But truly you might not always see the lessons, but I hope that just realizing you're not alone and that the best is yet to come is a framework and a mindset and a logic that you can really get behind. And hopefully girl, along the way towards getting wherever you want to go, I hope that you just find ways to feel proud of the woman that you're becoming like through all of this because humaning can be tough sometimes, but you're tougher and we're in this together. I'm so proud of you. I'm so grateful for you. And I hope that you're so proud of you too, girl. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening in. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you shared it with a girlfriend, like send it to her right now or post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me get the message out. I am so freaking grateful to be on this journey with you, girl. So until next time, I'll talk to you soon.